Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another invitation. My name is Mama Mason, and I'm so excited to do this week's episode. We're going to do it slightly different, I had a divine inspiration. And so we're going to start our episode off with a beautiful reading from the divine because there's something that whoever, whoever ends up being a part of this community or whoever just finds this message or finds this podcast, there's a message for you about something that needs to be released and for me as well. So we're going to focus on releasing that first and then we're going to go into our tapping. And if you don't already have a reference to the tapping points or if it's something that you're unfamiliar with. I would recommend looking it up before we start our tapping because, you know, on a podcast, it's a little hard to demonstrate <laughs> and I don't want to disrupt the flows too much. So I would recommend having that out pulled up on your phone and just the ones that we're going to focus on just for, for reference are the, it's going to be the karate chop point. We're going to do the top of the head, the um, bridge of the nose, like right at the front of the eyebrow and then at the back of the eyebrow. And then under the eye, under the nose, under the mouth, collarbones, under the arm. And then I tap my wrists together. I learned that from Gala Darling. She's amazing. She also has a lot of tapping videos on her YouTube channel that are free that you can use if it's something that you really feel called to. But let's go ahead and get started. I really want to talk about this emotion that we need to release and that way whoever this is for you can really let it go so you can start just receiving what's meant for you and just feeling good it's time to feel good right who's who's sick of feeling like shit i am so let's dive in make sure you grab your tea your coffee i've got my coffee here with me it is 6 36 in the morning when i'm recording this and i am ready to talk tarot all right, so for those of you that aren't familiar or becoming familiar with my process here, I am a diviner first and foremost. I, It is my greatest pleasure <laughs> in this lifetime or in this human experience to communicate with spirit. And it's something I'm really diving into and really learning. And tarot is just my medium that I've been very, very called to for the last like five plus years, six years. And so this first little part of the podcast, like I mentioned, it's going to feel a little bit more like a reading and we'll probably do a lot of those throughout, if not primarily, because like I said, it's my, it's my pride and joy. I absolutely love it. Um, but what I want to go ahead and dive into here, this message that really needs to come through. And it's so funny. I was actually getting out all the cards because I pulled this message the night before and kind of wrote everything like the key points that I needed to make because I felt it then, but I couldn't record then. And as I was getting my cards back out just now, I saw this little seven of swords peeking out at me, this little sneaky guy. And it's literally a sneaky man <laughs> on the card for those that aren't familiar with tarot. And it's okay if you're not, by the way, you don't have to be just, you know, receive whatever resonates with you and, and leave behind whatever doesn't. Of course, it's your emotions will tell you as I've explained in previous episodes, use your emotional guidance system throughout readings that we do as well to see what feels right for you and what maybe needs to be adjusted in your perception a little bit. Okay, so this seven of swords is here along next to the emotion that we need to release, which I'll get into in just one second. But I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, <laughs> whoever this is for, it's been something that you've genuinely taken, taken false pride in. I'm seeing with the seven of swords that this is something that you kind of, like I see these people at a water cooler in an office and I feel them talking and they're just like all like sighing and huffing and puffing and they're they're all just kind of 
whining about how they don't have enough time to do anything or like how they can't get any, I don't know. It just feels very like, it's very, very pessimistic, but I feel that this, you've played in this energy because it has, it has truly just connected you to people because that was the only way that you felt like you could connect. You didn't feel like who you were truly impulsed to be impulse to be. You didn't feel like that would be received. And honestly, you're probably right in, in some of these group situations or maybe in your work life, maybe not with everybody, but there, it, it is kind of hard. I'm feeling this energy of this person that just kind of wanted to be a part of something. And it, that can be difficult. That can be very difficult. So the, the thing is, is that what you're trying to be a part of is not productive for what, where you're trying to go or for even your soul evolution here on earth in this, in this lifetime. And that I feel that for some of you, that might be a little weird to hear. And some of you might be like, oh, hell yeah. You know, yeah, that's right. She knows what's up. <laughs> but the bottom line is, is you want to feel better. And whoever's here right now with me is not feeling very good. And I, I, I kind of want to cry right now. You guys just make me emotional on this podcast. I, I want to cry. I feel emotion welling up in my heart because I feel that someone feels seen right now. And I feel like you just need, you need a little boost. You need a little boost. So let's talk about this emotion that's kind of weighing you down. And it's, and I haven't said it yet, mind you. Okay. Because I know myself and I know that some of you are a mirror to me. And the moment I say this word, you're going to roll your eyes, <laughs> but that's okay. Because I'm going to go into, I'm going to take it deeper. I want to look deeper into this, the mechanics in, or the vibrational essence of this emotion, just a little bit more and kind of give you a different perspective on it and explain to you kind of what, what's really going on here whenever you're playing in this emotion, when we're all playing in this emotion. And it's a message I needed to hear as well. What's needing to be released, what you're being called to release is represented here with the Knight of Swords in reverse. And this is the card that came out when I asked this question, when Spirit beckoned me to ask this question. And the word that came through the loudest was impatience. Patience is what we are being called right now, invited to release. And I want to talk about fucking why, because impatience on the surface is just in a, in a, in a quick little example, Joe Schmo is trying to get from point A to point B and life just feels like it's not letting it happen or it just feels like it's not moving according to Joe Schmo's plan. And so Joe Schmo gets a little frustrated, gets a little aggressive, gets a little angry, maybe gets a little bummed, whatever. It, it, there gives, impatience gives off this constricted feeling. You feel stopped. You feel like you're being held back. You feel like you can't get to where you want to be in a, in a, you know, darker side of the word. But as usual, <laughs> that's why I'm here because my gift is that I can see beyond the illusion. I can kind of see beyond the veil in the realm of emotion. I can see the mechanics of the emotion and why it's, why it's there and the, the things that are creating the emotion and why we're dwelling on it and so on and so forth and what it's doing for us and how it's not helping us. And so what I'm seeing here with impatience is that this is resistance. This is fucking resistance. There's that good feeling that I mentioned in the beginning that you're wanting or whoever's wanting, maybe it's just your business taking off and there's, there's just a certain level of peace. I mean, hell, that's me. I'm growing my business right now. My business is a baby. I just launched my services not too long ago. And I am in the process of manifesting those first, those first beginning steps. And I'm kind of living between worlds right now. 
but impatience is definitely something that I've had to face. And I've, I've realized throughout that fate, this journey of, of rebuilding and then, and, you know, destroying again and rebuilding and destroying again, because I built it up the wrong way in the first time, the first time, the second time, the third time <laughs> I have found that impatience and these, these heavy emotions, and I may have even mentioned this in a previous episode, but they are resistance to what we really want. They are resistance. And it's not because we don't really want what we want. It's because we have these habits. We have these vibrational practice vibrations, these vibrational habits and anchors in certain identities. And what a lot of people don't realize, and they have to learn the hard way, which is still very valuable. But I think with people like me coming around that can see through this shit, maybe we're not needing to as much anymore. And it's important to, to recognize that when we don't look past the surface of an emotion or even an experience or anything, if we are not attuned to the undercurrents, which a lot of us have not been, then it makes it easy for us to fall kind of into the reactionary side of the emotion. And with impatience, if you just don't understand why you're feeling it, except for what people in the world have taught you is why you should feel impatience or that it's a normal thing, then you don't might, you may not realize that you're actually just playing around in separation from your wholeness. You are agreeing to the notion that we are not perfect and innocent. And if you do any kind of research on what innocence really means, innocence breaks down to the word virtue. Virtue breaks down to the word perfection. And what the fuck is perfection? Nobody likes to talk about perfection, but everybody likes to strive for, for perfection because we don't understand these things. We don't understand these vibrations. We understand the ego's description of them, the ego's identi identification of them, but not the soul. The soul is saying perfection is not to be this this unattainable image of something or someone. It is completion. It is wholeness. And that's the fucking kicker. Nobody knows just how whole they are. And it's time to find out. And maybe that's you. Maybe you ever found this. Maybe you have struggled your whole life to just kind of feel like you were half of a person. Maybe you saw that in your romantic relationships. Maybe you saw that in your business life and your money and your health or whatever. Maybe you're anything. But the divine is bringing me here as a fucking messenger to tell you that, no, honey, you are whole and you have been whole this whole damn time. This whole time you've been whole. <laughs> so before we get more into this message, I want to invite you guys first and foremost to change the way you see impatience, change the way you see innocence, change all these things because impatience is just resistance to your true sense of innocence, which is again here, let me take it even further for you guys. Innocence, innocence really can be also defined as a true belief in oneself and what you're really capable of. Because if you know that you're whole, if you know it, then you're capable of anything because you know where your source, your source of power is coming from. You know where your desires are coming from. You know that you don't just want this thing because you want it. You know that your heart is aching to go experience this true divine love or this beautiful success because there is something else woven in that vibrational essence. That is a code. The name of your business is a code. The name of your lover is a code and they represent a vibration that is also you. And to understand that taps you into your wholeness, into your infinite capability versus just looking at it as like, oh, that would be pretty. That would be nice. That is awesome. That is awesome. That is an awesome way to look at it if that works for you. But if that is not enough for you, that was never enough for me 
ever enough for me surrounded I was surrounded by people that that was enough for and I was over here like I know I need to I need more I need more this surface is great sometimes not so much but I can see how it's so alluring and so great but I don't understand and it's not working for me and I need to find a different way so it sent me diving deeper and within that deep dive that need to dive deeper into the complexities of these simple things that we experience these simple emotions these simple relationships that never have really been simple let's be honest but from diving deeper I found that the reason why I wanted to dive is because there was a whole world underneath that we just weren't seeing and it's time for it to be exposed. It's time for us to start looking at both sides of the equation, both sides of the coin, not just one and thinking that there's not a whole other half. There's so much more. And whenever you do that, the importance of doing that is like I said, you tap into your true power and you no longer have to worry about any of the same bullshit that you used to worry about once you understand the mechanics. But let's go deeper into this message. There's something that spirit said to me whenever I was pulling these cards and it was saying that some of you, and it's, it's actually like, it's here, it's represented by the six of cups for those that want to know the cards. It's represented by the six of cups and spirit is showing me somebody that has been really, really living in the past mentally. Your mindset is very, very past oriented towards moments that have been discouraging to you. And that is actually, that's actually contributing to a lot of the impatience you've been feeling. And because have you just take, take a second, pause this podcast and really like maybe journal about moments where you notice that you feel impatient. How do you feel? Do you like it? <laughs> do you like how that feels? Do you, do you enjoy just feeling really experiencing in your body? How, Cause we know that emotions are the end, end result of an experience. Do you enjoy living in the experience of not accomplishing something or not being, or feeling like you're not going to be able to accomplish something? How does that feel in your energy? Be honest with yourself and be willing to let go of the facade, you know, be willing to let go of the identities that come along with being impatient, being the impatient, hardworking hustler, like, ugh, just let it go. If, whoever this is for, it's not resonating with you. Just let it go. <laughs> I'm, I'm a mirror that that's not exactly how things need to be or have to be. But very clearly here, I can see that your past is kind of contributing to this and what impatience actually is for you. And this is a big one for, for a lot of you. You're being invited to see how your impatience is actually just a misrepresentation of neglect or fear of yourself. Okay. There's a lot of fear. It's because the impatient is like, God, I wish I could, I wish I had a visual way to do this, but you know, whatever. There, so you have impatience at the top here, right? This is like at the surface of the water, sitting on the boat on the water. And then underneath the water, you have all these things. You have the fear. Oh my God, the iceberg. Hello, iceberg. The tip of the iceberg is the impatience and it's frustration. And as this, it's that it's lacking accomplishment. It's feeling less than yada, yada, yada. Underneath all of that is well, in the surface, while you're sitting there saying, I'm just impatient because life isn't happening for me. It's just not going the way I want it to. That's your ego, by the way. Okay. If you go to the iceberg underneath the water, the majority of the iceberg, right? That's where you find your fear. Your fear is saying, I don't know if I can do this though, because, because friend, I've been trying to do this. We've been trying to do this for like, like for me, my story, I've been trying to do this for years, but 
you know, I just was doing it wrong. <laughs> I was doing it according to that ego voice sitting on top of the water. And so there's this voice in your head that's saying underneath the, underneath the current, underneath the, the tip of the water, the iceberg, okay? The bottom of the iceberg is saying, I am afraid that I'm going to fail. I'm also afraid that I'm going to succeed because then that means I have to change everything about who I am right now because who I am, I don't see myself as successful. I don't see myself as this. I don't see myself as that. Maybe I should just be okay with the way things are because I don't know who I am without any of these things. Who am I? You know, I'm feeling these energies come up here and the divine, the divine showed me that the unconscious impulse, the thing that's really, that's the thing that's triggering so many of these fears which is manifesting to you as impatience because that's what you've been open to so far, which is okay. But that's why we have this, this podcast here. So you can understand the mechanics and you can choose differently if you want to. And so what the divine is showing me is the death card. The death card is here and no one's dying. Don't get dramatic. <laughs> Something is dying. Something within you is dying. And if you think about change, I've learned this from Dr. Joe Dispenza, that whenever we change our identities, when we change the way we think, we change the way that we communicate, we change the way that our brains communicate with our bodies when we change the way we think. And then when we change the way our brains communicate with our bodies, that means that we are changing the signals that we are releasing to our bodies. And our bodies, especially when we are living in this really unconscious state of being, which is majority of us or has been for a long time, then we're very reactive and we're just kind of going off the bodily impulses because the body has become the mind because all of our habits are in, are, are in our bodies because they are releasing all the emotions based on the signals that our brain sends. And so whenever you make a big change, it feels like death on some level very internally. You're experiencing death all the time, by the way, for those that are afraid of death, just kind of like broaden your perspective a little bit and see that changes death, changes death because your cells, there are certain cells in your body that are no longer being created or fed or genes that are no longer being activated whenever you make a very big identity change and your body does react. It does react. It sends you all kinds of signals. It fights back because it's trying to protect you. And so it can, and it can come in the form of a lot of negative emotions whenever you are really releasing something or something is shifting. And sometimes this is where a lot of people get caught and they kind of get lost in it and get, and become afraid and they start to choose their fear because that's been the habit. But the divine is saying, whoever found this podcast, whoever is listening to me today is actually wanting to do something different. You just didn't understand what you wanted to do hundred percent. So there is, there is deep, deep change happening. There is cellular change happening within your body. You're changing who you've been for so long. And there are parts of you that are doing this unconsciously. I don't feel like hundred percent of this is conscious. And I think some of you maybe just feel it and you just don't understand why. And this is why this is why. And it's triggering impatience because impatience is something that you have leaned on as a crutch for a while. And, and spirit is saying, please let that go because it's not helping. It's honestly sabotaging your efforts and we can move along a lot better for you. And things can move much more smoothly in a much more harmonious way. If you'd so prefer, <laughs> if you release the impatience. So it helps to sometimes think about it as this feeling of impatience is just maybe us or you, all of us, right? being uncomfortable with these interchanges that are happening because it's outside of your conscious understanding. And then let's go back to this night here. 
The Knights are also described as someone that thinks, the, no, no, the Knight of Swords, sorry, the Knight of Swords is described as someone that's thinking more than they are feeling, which is a, it is a collective thing that we are doing. We are constantly thinking more than we are feeling, and we're not stopping a lot of the time to really check in and say, hey, well, what am I feeling? What am I creating in my fucking vortex right now? <laughs> like, what am I attracting to me right now? Because that's exactly what your feelings are telling you. It's telling you where you are and what you're creating. And so when we stop and we like, we're like, okay, hold on, hold on. Do I want to plant that seed of frustration? Do I want to plant that seed? Because let me tell you, you will reap what you sow. That is not just a pretty little saying to inspire people. That's a very real fact. And if you observe your life experiences and get really honest with yourself and you look at your thoughts you look at the way you think and you and if you don't know what you're thinking look at how you feel your feelings will tell you how you're thinking okay because they are there to guide you and to help you navigate and so if you really look at those things you can see the mirror okay you can see where your thoughts have coincided with a lot of the dysfunction and chaos in your life if you have been in a really negative emotional space I mean, how I was my whole life up until like last couple of years. And even then I was still fighting it. You know, I was still breaking the habit of being fear-based. And because like whenever I, where, where I came from, oh man, where I came from, it is the 3D of the 3D for those that know what I mean. I mean, we were, I was in a, I lived in Kannapolis, North Carolina growing up. Kannapolis, Enochville, Landis, places like that. Those are all places. Those are all words. <laughs> <laughs> to describe places where there's a lot of poverty, more poverty than not. But that, that place, everybody that everywhere I turned, the stores were run down. People were run down. Drugs were such a big thing. Um, drinking was such a big thing. My mother was a drunk and it was something that she, she eventually stopped drinking, but she moved. She's always been with other things that are not any better. <laughs> and it was just, I was in an abusive household with her for the first seven years of my life. And then I, I moved to my grandmother's house and bless her heart, loved her, love her to death. So grateful for everything. But, you know, I, looking back, I see a lot of the toxic mindset that was projected out from her as well. And a lot of the emotional abuse I, I, had to experience with her and it goes on it goes on right it goes up to my dad my stepmom my everybody it's just it's a lot it's really heavy it's a heavy I came from a very heavy dynamic and it's something that I've I've worked my ass off to break free from because I've learned that I deserve better than that and I'm a mirror to those of you that maybe came from somewhere similar you deserve better than that but back to this reversed knight of swords so whenever the Knight of Swords shows up, especially in reverse, that's telling me that someone's thoughts, whoever resonates with this, are pretty imbalanced. And it's a collective thing, honestly. But there is this fight within that commands change, but we're going at it by trying to change the things that we really can't, by trying to change our external situations, et cetera, et cetera. And it just, it creates more impatience. It creates more frustration. And that's the thing we need to release. So it's important to remember the only thing that we can truly change is the way that we are thinking about the situation. Because once you change the way that you think about something with conviction, you begin to feel differently which then leads you to perceiving differently. 
And the situation then is allowed to correct itself because it, it can more than you think it can. But it's up to us to be willing to accept responsibility for our inner worlds, our emotions, our thoughts, all that good stuff. So are you ready to accept responsibility for your inner world? It's a big job, but God damn it, it's so fucking rewarding. Before you make that full decision though, I want to go over just three little fast points, fast-ish, on the Knight of Swords in reverse that really stood out to me. And also for those that are into numerology, whenever I was pulling this message and I was really grabbing the key points, um, I saw 444. So I don't know how that resonates with you, but I see 444s a lot whenever I'm just really feeling, I, I don't know, I notice that I feel seen whenever I, I see those. So maybe you just feel seen. Maybe it's just something you've been seeing a lot. But anyway, so no, point number one that I want to make to you guys about the Knight of Swords in reverse. And, they, and actually, I want to tell you, I love to research my cards. And so I have like five tarot books that I, I go through and I just kind of meander through and grab the things that my intuition really like screams at me. So one of the first things that I read was that with the Knight of Swords energy, it's air energy, right? Lightning speed energy from a single minded focus. And they have the ability to cut to the chase. Okay. So they have the gift of single minded focus and the ability to get straight to the heart of the matter, straight to the point. And that, that point came up because there's a message about here about being more specific. The direction of your thoughts are focused really on the absence of something. Okay. The absence of it. And if you, you can really reverse this process. So if you are very aware and your consciousness is your life force energy, it's what you're giving power to. It's what you're creating. And so it's important to know that every, whatever you're aware of, there's always an opposite to that in the unmanifest. Okay. in the unmanifest around the quantum, the quantum world, the, whatever you want to call it. And so you have this situation, let's say it's a love interest. You're wanting a romantic partner, but you see, oh, but I don't have one. I don't have one. I don't have one. You're very aware of that. And maybe you're feeling impatient because you didn't understand that there was fear inside that was actually blocking you from that. Oh, I'm afraid I'm going to get cheated. I'm afraid this will happen. I'm afraid this will happen. And maybe you're somewhat aware of those, but you're hyper-focusing within the impatience and it's just, it's keeping you separate from it as we've talked about. So you see this. Now, I want you to mentally kind of flip it in your head, and I want you to imagine behind you is the opposite of this and the unmanifest, okay? So what is the opposite of someone that's missing, a lover that's missing? It's a lover that's there, right? Okay. <laughs> it's you having what you actually want and not just a version of what you want. Like I'm talking, imagine the real thing. Imagine all the, all the bells and whistles that you've always wanted in the sense of how does it make you feel? And the divine is wanting me to tell you that a lot of the reason why you haven't moved closer to something that you want is because of where your focus is oriented. And, um, others of you, this, this, this was about really just feeling contentment in your life, feeling, feeling happy and at ease and supported in your life. I resonate with that one big time. Okay. The second point I want to make to you guys from this Knight of swords in reverse is that thought Thought, thought, thought is the first step in your creation outside of your divine impulse that's already giving life to everything that is, has been, and will be. Okay. It starts with your thoughts. So if you have not yet received the idea of what you want with excitement and gratitude, then that makes it almost impossible for your big shift in the external to happen with the death card and with the death card being here, that is understandable because there's, there's big loss happening within yourself, right? Like we talked about that cellular breakdown in a way 
And you're literally giving up an entire identity because it just doesn't work with what you've been asking for. That is a very real thing that's happening right now. And so it's making it harder for you to really receive the idea within your mind first. But I'm telling you now, you have to receive it there first. You have to be willing to enjoy the idea of it. If thinking purely, if, if purely thinking about it gives you anxiety, then you need to address the fears in between you and that thing, because that's what's standing in your way after, because after the thought comes the feeling, which is the end result of an experience. And after the experience has been accepted as true, your emotional experience, right? The thought experience, then the physical world begins to reflect this inner experience because it's only an extension and a mirror of the inner experience. Do you see what I'm saying? The thought is an experience. The emotion is another version. And then the physical is another version. It's just like different dimensions of experience. And we're really focused in this physical one, but we have, we still have access to the thought and emotional one. The third point I want to make is a little more fun and empowering, but the Knight of Swords represents an energy of someone that is very strong and their, their energy may be pretty loud. And I read in one of my books that the Knight of Swords is someone that others make room for and they take notice of when they walk in. Okay. And I feel like that's some of you there in the message that the divine wants me to articulate to you, there's some underlying shame that's contributing to this resistance and there, it needs to be faced. It needs to be addressed around. I'm hearing how people perceive you. Okay. You're really focused on how people are perceiving you. Spirit is saying it's perfectly amazing to be mindful of treating people the way that you value being treated and honoring them and their value as a person and keeping, you know, being, being aware of them in your experiences but you do not need to take responsibility or for, or carry the weight of other people's sensitivities. That's not your job. That's too much to ask of a human of one human that has their own experience and sensitivities to be very wary of and be aware of. Okay. That does not mean that you have to be cold and insensitive. It doesn't mean that you are cold and insensitive, but I mean, the shadow aspect of this is that sometimes, you know, I resonate with this energy a lot and sometimes we can come off a little harsh, right? Sometimes we are very honest and very blunt and it can be, it can trigger people's sensitivities, but and that's something you can learn to temper within yourself. But the point is, is some of us have been really, really beating up on ourselves for not vibing <laughs> with the people that are not meant for us. There are people in your life. And for some of you, it's your family. There are some people in your family that are just truly not meant for you. And you can tell because there's some sort of strain in the relationship. There's there's more strain than there is harmony and flow and harmony and flow may be really, really hard to dig into. It may be really hard to find with some people around you. And I just heard fear of loneliness can kind of get in the way of you letting those people go, but you got to learn that you're not really alone and really connect to something deeper inside of you. But with all that being said, I am going to shuffle my cards right here on the podcast and I want to see because I feel like we need a little light, right? I want to see what is on the other side of this for you, for us, for the collective. Like once we release this impatience, this ugh, impatience, and let's see what that looks like. And I want to go ahead and talk about it while I'm shuffling here. To me, whenever I think of impatience, and I know that everything, there's an opposite to everything, the law of polarity. So if, if impatience is what I'm focused on, then perhaps trust 
what's coming out already i see the first card that came out the eight of swords in reverse and the eight of swords for those that don't know it shows this woman that is is seemingly bonded or bound by this this white cloth like she's tied up but the the ties are loose she's blindfolded and she is she looks trapped it's the illusion of being trapped and with that being in reverse that to me feels like a sense of freedom it's like this new awareness of like, oh, wait, I'm not trapped. Wait, I don't have to feel impatient. That's kind of what it feels like. I don't have to feel impatient. I can, I can just turn around in my awareness and look at trust and then there I can feel trust. Yes, all you have to do is take your mind completely off of the things that are creating the impatience for you. And sometimes that means you got to look at them. And so if you need to look at them or maybe you don't even know what they are, book a reading, I can help you with that. But just take your mind completely off of it and say, I am trust, because I am just calls your consciousness to you. It just calls, it brings you into the presence, into the present moment, and it just kind of grabs the your full consciousness, your full conscious awareness. So say, I am trust, I am trusting, all these things. And you can repeat it in your mind over and over again until you that's all you see in your head. And then if you do that, you will activate that vibration. And as we've learned in a previous episode, According to Abraham Hicks, it really only takes like 17 seconds to activate a vibration and then like 68 seconds to really build momentum. And the reading continues with the King of Wands here in the middle, in, in the middle, <laughs> in the middle. And the King of Wands, he just shouted to me. He said, I am the master of my energy. I've mastered my energy. And so a part of this journey for you on the other side of this impatience, when you really release this emotion, is you're going to find this new ability to really understand your energy and how to work it in the way that you want it to. And if you think of King of Wands is Aries, Sagittarius, Leo, and that's the, that's, that's the fire energy. Fire energy can also be related to divinity. Okay. Fire is so close to that divine spark. If not that divine spark, it is the, it is our divine consciousness. And the King of Wands here is saying like, once you let go of this past self, once you let go of this old identity, you're going to find this very strong, strong, charismatic, powerful, magnetic force inside of you. And it really just, it really just requires learning the big lessons of, I guess, keeping your eyes trained on hope. That's what I'm seeing here in this hermit because we have the hermit card here too. And I'm really focused on the fact that he is looking at the, the little star. There's a star and a lantern as the hermit is walking into the dark forest, okay? And he's got his wand, which is so funny. He has a wand very similar to the king of wands. It's just not sprouted as much. There's not as much growth on it. And this hermit is very protected. He's kind of hidden himself a little bit. He's And he's going on this journey into the dark forest to look for something. But he's also wise, He's also wise. He knows the purpose. He knows that there's a good reason why he's going in to the darkness. And he knows, so he takes his little light, he takes his star of hope, okay? And he takes that star of hope and his wand, his, his power, and he walks into this darkness with trust and faith. And that's the lesson I feel like is that's really being learned here. And once it's really integrated, it's just going to make things flow so much more harmoniously for you. And you're just going to feel free. You're going to feel a lot more free than you have. So that looks like good news to me. <laughs> I mean, that looks like and feels like a really good reason to let go of this impatience. Because if you really think about these things, if you think about mastering your energy, that means that you're a person that knows how to direct their thoughts and create emotions they actually want to experience. And you know, by mastering your energy, something that you're going to come to learn is the process of 
of really enjoying those emotions that you want to experience and then allow watching them unfold before you in your physical reality. Now, for those of you that have really resonated with this message and have really resonated with this whole discussion and everything we've been learning up until this point, then I invite you to stay a little longer to enjoy the tapping part of this, this experience. And what we'll be doing is just tapping on tapping in the ideas and quieting our fear center in our brain. Because whenever you do the emotional freedom technique, which is what I recommend Googling if you're unfamiliar with this. And like I said, you want to have an image or something or a reference pulled up if you're really not familiar with the tapping points. But I'll, I'll say them the first round and then we'll do it again. Um, or we'll follow a flow and, I'll, and then we'll kind of like just go from there. And I'll stop saying the points and I'll just start saying the sentences. But I'll pause in between each one so you know I'm transitioning to a new point. Okay. But we're going to tap in on these ideas that we've discussed and, and just reinforce some of the main concepts we're learning. So, of course, use your own discretion and use your own discernment and your intuition. And, of course, just leave anything that really just doesn't work for you at this time. Okay, so let's get started. If you don't have your guide pulled up from the Internet, then find one. If you don't need one, awesome. But let's get started. We're going to start with the karate chop point. And you can use one finger or two fingers. Let's begin tapping and take a deep breath with me. And I recommend once you're done with this tapping session, although it will be a, a small one, of course, rewind and repeat this as needed. But whenever you are done with this tapping session, make sure to drink lots of water. Okay, so keep tapping the karate chop point and then just listen as I say this to you and just kind of keep yourself nice and open. Okay, even though I have been unsure about why I feel the way that I feel, and even though I have been focusing my powerful life-giving energy on impatience and the absence of my desires, I deeply love and appreciate myself. And that was all on the karate chop point. And I'm going to say it one more time. Even though I have been unsure about why I feel the way that I feel, and even though I've been focusing on my powerful, been focusing my powerful life-giving energy on impatience and the absence of my desires, I deeply love and appreciate myself. Okay, now let's go to the top of the head. I am ready to become ready to feel good within myself and about myself. I am ready to become ready to feel good within myself and about myself. All right, now move to the inner part of your eyebrow at the bridge of your nose. I do not explain that point well. <laughs> okay, start tapping there. I am ready to become ready to feel compassionate toward myself and my journey in this life. Really feel that as I'm saying it. I am ready to become ready to feel compassionate toward myself and my journey in this life. Now move to the very edge of your, your eyebrow and start tapping there. I am ready to become ready to feel trusting in my inner knowing and my greater source. I am ready to become ready to feel trusting in my inner knowing and my greater source. Now tap underneath your eye right on that bone. I am ready to feel whole 
right where I am. I am ready to feel whole right where I am. And as we're doing this, notice how your body feels. Notice how your body starts to relax a little or if it starts to relax a little. And I'll take your tapping down to the right above your lip and start tapping there. I am ready to release impatience and turn my consciousness, my conscious awareness toward trust. I am ready to release impatience and turn my conscious awareness toward trust. Begin tapping right below your lip in the crease of your chin. Because I know that what I think is what I create. Because I know that what I think is what I create. Go to your collarbone, right below your collarbone, either side or both. If you'd like, I do both sometimes and tap there. And I know that what I create is experienced first within my emotions and feelings. And I know that what I create is experienced first within my emotions and feelings. Begin under your armpit. I then know that once I am experiencing something in my physical existence, I have become that thought and feeling within myself. I then know that once I am experiencing something in my physical existence, I have become that thought and feeling within, which is just another way of saying I am identified with the experience. <laughs> Okay, this is where I tap my wrists together, the, my, the inside of my wrists together, but you can just go back to your karate chop point here if you'd like. I know this because I know that my reality is a reflection of who I am. I know this because I know that my physical reality, let me add that, is a reflection of who I am. Now back to the top of the head. And I know that who I am is what I am focused on. And I know that who I am is what I am focused on. Go back to the first part of the eyebrow. Because I know all of that, I choose to focus on trust right now. Because I know all of that, I choose to focus on trust right now, outside of the eyebrow. From this choice, I will continue to choose trust every time I feel myself experiencing the past and therefore creating it in my future. From this choice, I will continue to choose trust every time I feel myself experiencing the past and therefore creating it in the future. Under the eye. I am ready to be ready to be free, loving, patient, and trusting. Under the, well, under the nose, above the lip. And so it is. Okay, now I'm going to go back through this one more time. 
And I'm going to repeat the sentence, each sentence twice. That way you know that I'm shifting into a new tapping point right after that. And just follow the sequence, starting with the karate chop point and just cycling through as you hear me. And then we'll stop wherever we stop. Okay, let's begin at the karate chop point, And I'm no longer going to call out the points. Even though I have been unsure about why I feel the way that I feel, and even though I have been focusing my powerful life-giving energy on impatience in the absence of my desires, I deeply love and appreciate myself. Even though I have been unsure about why I feel the way that I feel, and even though I have been focusing my powerful life-giving energy on impatience and the absence of my desires, I deeply love and appreciate myself. I am ready to become ready to feel good within myself and about myself. I am ready to become ready to feel good within myself and about myself. I am ready to become ready to feel compassionate towards myself and my journey in this life. I am ready to become ready to feel compassionate toward myself and my journey in this life. I am ready to become ready to feel trusting in my inner knowing and my greater source. I am ready to become ready to feel trusting in my inner knowing and my greater source. I am ready to feel whole right where I am. I am ready to feel whole right where I am. I am ready to release impatience and turn my conscious awareness toward trust. I am ready to release patience and turn my conscious awareness toward trust. Because I know that what I think is what I create. Because I know that what I think is what I create. And I know that what I create is experienced first within my emotions and feelings. And I know that what I create is experienced first within my emotions and feelings. I then know that once I'm experiencing something in my physical existence, I have become that thought and feeling within. I then know that once I am experiencing something in my physical existence, I have become that thought and feeling within. I know this because I know that my reality is a reflection of who I am. I know this because I know that my reality is a reflection of who I am. And I know that who I am is what I am focused on. And I know that who I am is what I am focused on. Because I know all of that, I choose to focus on trust right now. Because I know all of that, I choose to focus on trust right now. And from this choice, I will continue to choose trust every time I feel myself experiencing the past and therefore creating it in my future. From this choice, I will continue to choose trust every time I feel myself experiencing the past and therefore creating it in my future. I am ready to be ready to be free, loving, patient, and trusting. I am ready to be free. I am ready to be ready to be free, loving, patient, and trusting. And so it is. Okay, there we go, guys. 
Repeat that as many times as you need following the tapping points. And it's okay if you don't get them 100% the same as me. It doesn't matter as long as you're tapping. That it's, it's compared to acupuncture without the needles. So it's very therapeutic and it feels very good. My body is incredibly relaxed right now <laughs> after doing that. So I feel really good. But it's just another tool for you guys to use. It's a tool that we will use together sometimes as along with a tarot and anything, any little lessons I pick up along the way. That's what this whole podcast is for, is for me to share it with you and empower you as much as I can because, wow, I'm, I've literally become a different person over the last seven years of this spiritual awakening journey, and I'm so grateful for it. But with that being said, you guys, that is it for this episode. Make sure to drink lots of water and rest if you need to. And reach out, of course, everything, all the links that you need are in the show notes as usual. Make sure that you are subscribed to keep up with the, the next episodes because they come out every Thursday, sometime during Thursday. I try to put it out early in the morning, but life happens and sometimes that doesn't happen. So just make sure you are subscribed and leave a review if this really helped you or, you know, helped, helped you understand anything differently or inspired you in some way. That way we can just increase the chances of others that really need it finding the show so that way they can feel supported or feel whatever you felt that really helped you. But I love you guys and I can't wait for next week's episode. I'm going to kind of leave it open to the divine and see where we, we are led. All right. I'll talk to you guys next week. Mwah.